Hey everyone, this is Ty Sparrow, tied in for Indiana State University, and you're listening to the Vlogcast Network. Hello, 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 welcome back, yes, to the Vlogcast Network, Jay Ruff in the house today, glorious day. Glorious Thursday morning here on the Flogcast today. I am joined by uh, the the same as always last couple couple weeks or last two. We got Mr. Quentin Blount, the owner of the Philadelphia Queefers, Queefoles, Queefoles. Q, how's it going, Q? It's going good, man. Um, yeah, happy to be here. And we're also mm. joined by our, our very own Stefania Bell. Okay, well, that, that was, you kind of... Cute. I took your, th- you took your thunder of, there. Yeah, you did. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I've been well, wanting to say that though. Well, I mean, just okay. Gosh. So, and then, and then we are also joined by this. Uh, he just ruined it. Jake McKinley. Jake, there you go. Oh, sweet. Thanks. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. I do like love me some Stefania Bell though. She is. She is very useful. Heck, do you fit in that category though? I think so. I mean, he's he's the closest we're gonna get. Yeah, right, I think we right. need to bring you on for like you. We like we need to have you do your own injury segment like once a week. Go over the injury. That, I mean, that would be cool. Like that yes. would help you out a little bit. Like absolutely, not not yeah, a man. bad idea for sure. And uh, I'm I, professionally, I'm not quite on her level yet, but I am working mm. towards it for sure. Uh, absolutely, that's awesome. Skin Q, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we got a lot to go over, uh, so we can't brag about Skin's ability to be Stefan Bell or, you know, Stefania Bell, you know, too long. We got we got a lot to go over. Again, we were not on earlier this week, uh, so we have to talk about last week's matchups. Uh, week two uh, were some pretty good ones. We're going to fireball these, and again, we can't talk about them too much because we, we got this to talk about, fellas. We got the waiver wire pickups to talk about, discuss a little bit about. And then we got this week approaching for week three. We are at week three already. Blows my mind uh, that we are at week three flying on by. But we got that to talk about as well. And we have a football game to discuss a little bit as well. So lots to go over. Q, how's your brain? You all right? I'm good. Okay, here we go. We're going to talk about week two. Um, we'll just go ahead and, and start with the – one of them that, I mean, heck, it's, it's, it's kind of comical because he lost, so we're just going to do this, is going to be the Philadelphia Queefels losing 151.3 to City's Lunch Scott Benzine's team, uh, <laughs> 198.9. Uh, you got destroyed, Kill. Got destroyed big time, uh, but you did have some, you know, Lamar Jackson doing well for you, 45.5 fantasy points. Um, and, and that's pretty much it. You got DeAndre Swift going well. Uh, I say those are your positives, your negative. Devin Singletary, when are you going to catch a hint that he, you know, sometimes is, I mean, is wishy-washy there. Devin Singletary <laughs> looked good, but the Bills were blowing out the Titans when in the second quarter, so he stopped playing. And DK Metcalf, 5.5. <laughs> DK Metcalf uh, Q, is getting targets, though. I'm going to keep him in my lineup. Oh, absolutely should. Skin, what do you think the positive and negatives for his Q's team here? Uh, yeah, obviously Lamar balling out, you know, but the one in, in DeAndre Swift doing well with limited touches, we haven't had a blow up game for Christian McCaffrey yet. Mm, so mm. kind of waiting to see with that. Are they limiting some of those touches back there? And then obviously old man Tom Brady is showing his age this season right now. And uh, 
Well, is that a trend for sad. the future? Uh, you know, but the, the, I would say those are the biggest things. Obviously, Devin Singletary, I personally don't believe in him as a fantasy fantasy asset. So, James Cook saw a lot more action. Yeah, but yeah, they were the up game, by 50. The game was over. So, I yeah. think that backfield is just you don't want But he looked more it. explosive. He looked good. Yeah. Well, trust me, when Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin are healthy and DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I, oh, yeah. Boy. Here we go. Fair point. He won't be positive in my negatives for your team. Q. Yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson, obviously I want to go ahead I'm not, well, I'm going to kind of pat myself on the back, but not completely just yet. Cause I did in my QB rankings, I predicted Lamar to be number one mm. when mm. no one else did. So I was, and he is number one right now. Right now. So it's been only two weeks, but right. it, okay. good. It's good for you. Good. You get yeah. one of those. Thank you. Okay. Thank we, you. Gotta, we got all I wanted. to, yeah, we got to <laughs> give you at least some kind of praise. Good job. Q. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I mean, like you, you guys, yeah, I didn't really have Daniel Carlson, my kicker. He did pretty good. <laughs> All right. Mm. Yeah, this is a perfect moment for the crow right there. All right. Positive and negatives for Scotty Benjamin's team. We'll go ahead and start with you, Skin. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, Pat Mahomes had a kind of a down game, but there's one right there that stands mm. out to us. What mm. is that? Is that here to stay with those those speed demons on the outside? They look good. Tua good. put up some numbers, video game numbers. So oh. I don't know. I obviously don't see Tua doing that every week. But, well. you know, obviously. You see him is... throwing for 470 and six touchdowns every week? <laughs> no, I don't. But Or putting up, you know, 30 or more every week. I don't see that happening. But still, obviously, his numbers are going to be vastly improved with those two guys out there. Um, so yeah, he's got to be happy about that. He's got to be happy about Michael Thomas as well. Um, you know, been solid these first two weeks, uh, seems to be a consistent contributor and, um, Cortland Sutton, you know, that's one guy that you just never really know with him and Jerry Judy was Ju- Judy out last week. He was not. Okay. So, but I know he got hurt. So I, you mm-hmm. know, Cortland Sutton stock may be on the rise. Um, Negatives, you know, I couldn't really find many with his team. It was pretty consistent. You know, the biggest thing is just uh, Austin Eckler, you know, doesn't have his performances like he had last year. And Najee Harris, you know, still kind of seems to be picking up speed a little bit. Josh Jacobs, is he in a negative category? That's who I have as one of my negatives, I guess. Uh, Back-to-back weeks under 10 points, uh, no touchdowns there, um, and under 70 yards. Is is that a concern? Personally, it doesn't surprise me. I guess is why it's not a negative for me. I think he's got plenty of guys on his bench who could fill in. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too concerned about it, but I also wouldn't be mad to put him on the bench if I was benching. I have Tua yeah. as a positive. Yep, that's good. Buccaneers defense. Anytime you can get a defense huh. that puts you, you know, puts 20 or more points in there, it's got to be a positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Buccaneers just destroying uh, New Orleans there. Uh, negative, I said, Josh Jacobs. That's pretty much the – you know, the only negative I have there, really, um, hopefully, I mean, he's still got George Kittle on his bench. Hopefully he will return. Uh, but Tyler Higby did pretty good for him uh, that week against Atlanta. So um, pretty, his team looked pretty solid, scoring 198.9. What do you think, Q? Yeah, he's got Amari Cooper on the bench, too. Nine catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Put up 20 points. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Amari Cooper was – I still think he's probably one of the best receivers in the league. He's just – in a weird situation. Um, but yeah, I think that's an interesting decision Scott's going to have next week. Josh Jacobs or like Amari Cooper. Um, Josh Jacobs did have 19 carries. So 
he didn't do a ton with it, but I think he liked that volume. Other than that, Higby looks good. Michael Thomas, I think we've said, probably should be in his lineup going forward. And then Tua, I mean, I just that just makes me sick. Honestly. It's sick thing. Yeah, sick thing. All right. The one, so the one thing I will say too to add on to that is uh, George Kittle might be the big winner with uh, Trey Lance going out. I mean, I guess you never really got the chance to see it, but him and Jimmy G obviously have a uh, yeah, pretty good sure. rapport, so uh, that could help Kittle there as long as he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Good point. Absolutely. All right, moving on to the next matchup. I found a nut. I found a nut. The LeBron Kings one seventy-two point four. So Terry's terrorist one sixteen point nine. He gets one of those. Terry's terrorist getting snacked in the face. Uh, but I mean, he had lots of he lost bad luck. We're gonna go ahead and start with him. Trey Lance, that's negative. But you know, it is it's a lot of bad luck there uh, in his end out for the rest of the season. There's also another bad luck guy in Jerry Judy. I think uh, yeah, like you said, skin went out with a rib injury. Um, he was, I believe, targeted three times, only one catch there. So. You know, I caught I caught a nut there, or found a nut there, and and James Conner also a, a negative there against uh, Las Vegas, only running the ball seven times for twenty five yards. Positive. He, he also got hurt. He also got hurt too. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. I guess Bills. Bills offense, or I'm sorry, Bills. Well, offense too, but defense twenty two points there for Marcus. And the only other player over 20 was Matthew Stafford. Positives there. What do you think, Skin? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough to find positives in a week like this for Marcus. Um, I'm going to say the biggest positive is Drake London on his bench. Get that yeah. guy in your lineup, dude. Yeah. He's the real right. deal yeah. at this point. Uh, Mariota loves him some big targets, and they're not really going to Kyle Pitts a ton. I mean, I'm sure that will even out, but. Yeah, Drake London, he, he found a guy. so He's a real deal. Yeah, um, I think he is. Yep. And, and it's good to see Matt, um, Stafford bounce back after a four-week one. But it seems like the Buffalo defense will do that to anybody and everybody. So, you know, um, outside of that, obviously, big loss in Trey Lance. Uh, James Conner, we'll see. I hear it's not anything serious, but he may be out a week. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's. I think his his team's okay just getting some injuries. So, We ain't kill. Um, are we, we're only doing Marcus's team Sorry, because we went, we went through yours. So I thought we were, gonna we did not go through mine. Part. We did not go through mine. This started anyway. with Terry's team. So Terry. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of positives you can find, honestly, the Buffalo defense. He has them. Mm. Um, like you said, Drake London, I think skin pretty much already. Yeah. 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 Good positive there. Drake London's mm. got to be in there going forward. Absolutely. We'll discuss his matchup and see – or his his current lineup and see if he's got him in there right now currently. Uh, my team, uh, positives. Again, uh, I thought, you know, Nick Chubb you know, being the number one run, <laughs> running back right now uh, gave me 30.8 fantasy points and Stephon Dix. You know, I think it's clear cut. Those two are my positives. Very good weeks by those guys. I like myself some James Robinson as well. My negatives – um, is Zeke Elliott. I think he, you know, heck, the last two weeks, he's – and we kind of discussed this in the offseason. Uh, he definitely yeah. looks slower than Pollard. He, I mean, it's, it's you know, you can definitely see it. Uh, but hopefully I'm, – I'm still believing in old Elliott, and hopefully he can fight through. And Derrick Henry, another negative there. Uh, back-to-back weeks with only eight points. Uh, he did get in the end zone, but still that's not good. 
if you get you got in the end zone, gave me eight point five points. That's not very good. Uh, and Kirk Cousins also a negative. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, obviously Nick Chubb. That's with going without explanation. Um, you know, he's going to be in your lineup every week. Steph Diggs, I just don't understand as a Titans coach why you put an undrafted rookie on the one of the best wide receivers in the league. Just makes no <laughs> sense to me. But okay, we'll we'll move on from that. I, can go <laughs> I think the biggest positive for you is picking up Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that got him off the waivers for cheap and seems to be a consistent contributor as a contributor as of now. Twelve bucks, not bad. Not bad for yeah, I think Curtis Samuel's. Easily the number one target for Washington. And as of right now, I think Carson Wentz is second in the league in passing yards. So, like, oh that'll change. I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> it might, but like, <laughs> I don't might. see him being out of the top five or top 10. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be slinging it, dude. He's looking better than last year, that's for sure. He's looking He's good. Looking I, you know what? One thing I want to give you a pat on the back for, too. <laughs> Devontae Smith stayed in the lineup after zero catches last week, comes yeah. out seven catches, 80 yards. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, looked better. Um, Agreed. I mean, he, he looked, looked, he looked good. He looked good. <laughs> yeah, looked I did good. get. You know, I did get a little excited when he at least caught a pass. I guess they you very know, first play of the game, forward. they went right to him. Oh yeah. I also yep. think, um, obviously, James Robinson drafted late, and he's clearly yeah. the number one running back in Jacksonville. Was a good mm-hmm. snag, and will probably can be in your lineup. I think you got to be a little bit encouraged by the Cam Akers increase in workload as well. So yeah, that was, to look that was, forward to towards that was the end positive of the year. as well. I agree with you again. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, the next one we have in the Magic School Bus, just destroying the Savage Patch Kids, two hundred eighteen point one to one hundred and twelve point zero. I mean, I think it's clear cut. Uh, who the worst team is, and that's the Savage Patch Kids. Uh, very, you know, it's. I guess we'll talk about this in the next week here, but we'll just with this matchups again. Justin Herbert positive, um, and T Higgins positive. Come, you know, back from an injury there, a little bit, a little injury. Sixteen point one fantasy points. Negatives. Uh, Dalton Schultz zero point eight. Never good to see. Um, and. Mike, the Michael Carter situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Michael Carter situation last week, it was him this week. I mean, well, actually last week it was week one. It was Michael Carter week two. Now it's Hill. I mean, that's, that's just what we're going to, or Hall. Sorry. That's just what we're going to see. I I believe in this backfield in New York. And you know, it's, that's that's what TC has to do and face. Um, What do you guys think? You can go what? Yeah. Um, Michael Carter, I mean, Michael Carter still had 7.5 points. Not amazing, but he had five catches. So that kind of helps. Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, TC's roster is so bad. He might have to put in Carter and and Brees Hall. Both. They, he might just have to put them both in. Like, he, he's, he really started Taysom Hill in the flex over Brees Hall. Over yes. Chris Olave, over Brandon Ayuk. Like, and I, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot. To Tony Pollard, the that. guy he just traded for. Uh huh. I was gonna give him smack for that. Yeah, what's he doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, um, he must be smoking too much of that good, good in Cali because. And he he picked up Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz back to back weeks over thirty points. I'm pretty sure. I mean, are you gonna start Wentz over Burrow or Herbert? I'm starting him over Burrow after what I saw I mean, the first like. 
Wentz has showed it two weeks in a row, and Burrow has showed he's not. Two weeks in a row compared to three seasons of work, though? I mean. Three seasons of work? What are you talking about? Burrow is clearly the guy. I mean, he's had one really good year last year. I mean, obviously, tore his ACL the year before that, but Wentz has been terrible the last three years. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's been terrible, but he hasn't yeah. been. No, I, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, okay. I mean, and, and he, TC he traded kept, for Burrow as yeah, a keeper. For, as a keeper, <laughs> what's he so gonna like, do? <laughs> I mean that was a terrible move already. Like we, I think, that, I think but... what what TC did, he picked up Wentz to play defense on other people, and Probably. I think that's what he did. Yeah, because he clearly doesn't need. I mean, or like he, he said, by week or if an injury happens. Yeah, I think he yeah. already threw out Burrow as a trade candidate too in our group chat. I mean, but if you're ready to give up on a dude week one that you traded for as a keeper and gave up significant picks for, bro, you know you messed up. <laughs> yeah, that was not. The best of moves. No. All um, right. Yeah. All right. Move on to the Magic School bus. Multiple positives here. His quarterbacks did well. Murray and Goff. Goff with 30 fantasy points. Good for him. Currently a top 10 quarterback. Who would have thunk it? Heck. Um, and then Aaron Jones woke up from the dead. 30.5 fantasy points. Mike Williams did well also. And finally, Jalen Waddle. In the in the lineup there, yeah. thirty four point six fantasy points. That's what happens when you start the waddle right there, Keegan. Good for you. Uh, you know, you know, getting rid of that that silliness there. Um, what do you guys? Well, actually, uh, negatives. You know, it, we'll see what Javante Williams does. I don't like that nine point zero points, and also Dalvin. Jamar Chase Dalvin with eight point zero and Dalvin Cook. Or 8.3 in Dalvin Cook with 5.6. Those are negatives there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I'll give props to Keegan for he fluctuated with that QB2 spot quite a bit throughout the week. Mm. I think three different guys in there at one point. Um, and he picked the right one. You know, I think Washington's defense is just bad, but uh, Goff is obviously playing very well and it helps have yeah. a stud like I'm on St. Brown out there. Okay. So, okay. Uh, you know. But, the, of course, right when I open my mouth about Aaron Jones, the dude just starts going nuts. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. A.J. AJ Dillon, like, still has significant carries, and he seems like he's in the, the ball game a little bit more. But they definitely use Aaron Jones when it gets down to the red zone, and he's going to score some touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, it's hard to see. Next year things might change um, in terms of Keegan's keeper status now that he has Waddle, too. But – that's a situation to monitor, but still, got to love that out of Aaron Jones. Uh, props for him keeping Mike Williams in there, very similar yeah. to Devontae. You know, they went to him early and often, um, which they should have. I mean, Keenan was out, so yeah. who knows how that's going to play out as well. And Mark Andrews looking like Mark Andrews. What more do you want? And Waddle was targeted 19 times. Yeah, it's insane. Jesus. 19 times. We didn't kill. Yeah, no, I mean, you hit every nail on the head, really. Um all right. Waddle's a bright spot. Andrews, definitely. Mike Williams, good for him. Aaron Jones, Jared Goff. Yeah, man. It's like I said at the beginning, I think when I did a roster review, this was my favorite roster, top to bottom. Um Yeah, I didn't see that after week one, but I see why now. And this is without Jamar Chase really doing anything. Dalvin Cook did nothing. Yeah. Like this could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next matchup. 
It's going to see Titans stay undefeated, 203.0 versus the Brownie batter team, 141.5. You had one, Skin had one, two, three, three guys scoring over 30 points. Um, And that's not including Cooper Cup, 26.3 fantasy points. Uh, Very good, you know, matchups or players there going off for you, Skin. Uh, and you also got a kicker scoring at 13, 13 fantasy points. Uh, but we're going to skip all of your positives. <laughs> and look at that second flex spot. There it is. 1.5 fantasy points. Uh, I would like a written apology, Skin. I would like a letter in the mail uh, saying that you are sorry. Um, and some kind, something needs to be thrown my way. Yeah, yeah, you you were you were right. <laughs> that he's gonna again only <laughs> only one week, but that one week oh, right yeah. there. I'm just I'm glad that it didn't hurt me. Um, but yeah, Penny's gonna be riding the bench until further notice. Um, I'm gonna Skin, be- he should have been oh, riding. Cool. He should be riding the freaking waiver wire bench. <laughs> That's what he should be doing. Yeah, you're probably right. But hey, I drafted him, so I'm gonna eat it for a bit. But I'm lucky my bench is solid. So. And I looked in, you know, your current roster, and thankfully, he is not on there. Thank <laughs> goodness. Just takes one week. But again, I mean, you couldn't, you could seriously, it wouldn't have mattered. It really, <laughs> freaking 200 and some no, points. You, you, you just got have a cheat code at quarterback. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just, both guys yeah. doing well. Absolutely. And also doing all that with Justin Jefferson. Your guy only having 7.8. And Jonathan Taylor. And and Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) My two best players. Your two best players. That's that's just disgusting. That is just gross. Mm -hmm. Good for you. And did did you find a possible new keeper skin in Armand Race and Brown? I mean, I can't say that I would keep him in my current (laughs) roster situation, but he could be a keeper for another team. That's for sure. Like uh, TC. So if he keeps us uh, up, right. you would not keep him. I mean, it. Who would I keep him over? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I, he's he's younger than Cooper Cup. Well, Jamison Williams is coming back. Yeah, I need to see how that plays out too. That's true. Yeah, true. Yeah. But true. I do think I'm on. I mean, he's a he's a dude. He's a yeah. dog. He First is. two weeks, definitely looking good. That's for sure. Uh, the Brownie Batter team. Um, Tyreek Hill, again, I felt like the whole Miami Dolphins team went, did well. Uh, Tyreek Hill doing very well. I think we said Waddle had 19 targets. This guy, <laughs> oh, I was looking at the season, sorry. He had 13. He had 13 targets, caught it 11 times for two touchdowns there. Good positive there for Mr. Connor Limbach. And that's, I mean, he, Derek Carr did all right with 20.9. That was the other one I saw. But Kyle Pitts. Wow. Back-to-back weeks, you know, two points. That's not good. Um, and also uh, Juju, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster with 2.5. Uh, that's another negative there. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, one of the positives is on his bench. That's Mr. Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he looks yeah. good, man. He so does. So I think Connor probably is going to have him in his lineup after that. We'll see. You don't always want to chase, but um, – from one, as long too, as yeah. Joe Flacco's, yeah, as long as Flacco's still playing, Flacco's, I think he's thrown 
the most times in the league so far. He's number three in passing yards, I'm pretty sure. Um, so mm-hmm. they're just slinging it too. But yeah, obviously Tyreek Hill. David Montgomery looked good. I'll give him props yeah. there. He looked good. Um, yeah, I don't think negatives, yeah. obviously, pits. Yeah, it's not. It does yeah. not seem like a favorable situation for Pitts, especially the way Arthur Smith, the head coach, talks about he doesn't really care about getting him involved. Like, it's, it, I don't know. It's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> it is a little weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a matter of time. I mean, I think Connor's in a tough spot because he's got some, like, really good, like, staple type of players, but the ro- the rest of the roster around his main guys just isn't very good, and I mean, you can't trust Juju on a week-to-week basis. Um, Kyle Pitts, I mean, that one just sucks. Like, it just that's going to hurt him. I mean, you can't bench him, but, um, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it's going to be inconsistent season. I feel like some days, that some weeks, this roster could blow up. Other weeks, it's going to be like this, a lot of single digits around there. And, I mean, A.J. Brown, only 9.4, so it's not really what you're looking for. And Barkley looked like the old Barkley of last year, too, so – uh, he has some concerns for sure. Yeah, it's probably a matter of time till we see Justin Fields on that waiver wire now. Oh too. boy, here we go. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the waiver wire pickups that happened on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, w- Wednesday morning. Uh, not, I mean, this is you know compared to last week, this is a little bit more of a dud week, but we did have a couple we. We'd like to go over Jacoby Myers. He was the top guy on the list. The highest bid uh, offer there was $8 to the Scotty Benzine's team. Uh, I mean, heck, he did well last week. I thought he was targeted 13 times, caught at nine for 95 yards. Um, so I think, you know, it, it, I think it's a good solid bet, right? You guys think for eight bucks, not bad. Only two other offers there, myself included, with $1 skin. You threw the big old whopping $0 in there. Uh, so he might overbid a little bit, but I think it was worth it to see what he got there uh, in New England. But um, Robert Woods, you agree with this? Seven bucks. I think it was the only only one here. Uh, Skin, heck, he's he's on your t- he's on your your Titans team. What do you think about the Woods pickup here? Seven dollars yeah. for Connor Lindback. Yeah, I mean it was definitely an overpay, but. Um, I think it was an okay pickup for his roster. He's going to have to be patient, though. I mean, I think ultimately the goal is to have Robert Woods be the number one target. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, it just depends on how their season plays out. Are they going to be competitive and actually get a win here in the next few weeks? I mean, that's going to change a lot of things because if not and they transition to a rebuild, Robert Woods is probably gone next year. So I don't see mm-hmm. them like trying to integrate him as the number one. They're going to start looking more towards Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips getting getting most of the work. So, I, I mean, I think it's an okay pickup. Just he overpaid for Robert Woods. He did. I mean, I think this is a zero dollar or one dollar thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing outstanding. I mean, heck, he was targeted five times, got it four last week, not in five point nine fantasy points. I don't yeah. think that was a seven dollar bid there. No. Um, but also, my mistake. Uh, Marcus threw in a five dollar bid for. Jacoby Myers there. But, heck, look at this. Look at that. I had to rub my eyes, fellas. Yeah. Terry's Terrace on the, on the waiver wire board there. <laughs> and and then and then this picked up $7, put $7 in for Geno Smith. <laughs> I mean. 
Oh, yeah, good for him. Uh, good for him yeah. for making activity. Heck, you know, he would have put you $7 for, you know, heck, uh, Peyton Manning if he's still in there. And we would have, you know, done one of those. Uh, activity. Good job, Marcus. Doing some activity there. Uh, $7, Geno Smith. No big deal. Uh, again, he tried to he tried to get Myers in there uh, uh, for five dollars. Was unsuccessful. It's unsuccessful. But Geno Smith, what do you guys think? Seven bucks overpaid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Marcus also had to do something at quarterback, and if that's the guy he really wants, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's an overpay, but I I understand too why yeah. he, well, let he him felt do he it. had to do that. Yeah, yeah, let him let him do it. I agree. <laughs> All right. I threw some bids in there. Uh, Tyler Lockett, $2. Uh, uh, Tyler, I can never say his name, Agier uh, from uh, Atlanta there. And uh, $2 for Gerald Everett. Six bucks right there total for those three guys. Uh, what do you think about those three pickups? Q, you dropped Lockett. Skin, you, I you did. dropped Algier. No, I yeah. didn't. Oh, someone did. Skin did, didn't you, Skin? No. I think oh, TC I maybe. Or, I think it was sure. TC. Yeah, you're right. One of yeah. you losers did. Um, uh, I don't really. I didn't love dropping Lockett. Like, I mean, it. but I mean, you should have. You should have realized this is what Tyler Lockett does all the time. Yeah. He's a boomer bust. He's similar to Mike Williams. He really is. He would. He would still be on my roster if I had just even literally one single spot. I think that. But I have three players that are hurt. One player that's suspended. I just don't have a lot of room. You also have DK Metcalf. Like you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Like, but you did draft him, so I did. You know, and he was. Yeah, I'm um, so. Here you go, Skin. I, uh, I like the pick. Your, your your decision here, uh, Tyler Lockett or MVS from Kansas City. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Lockett. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's not go, close Q. either. There you go, Q. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um. I've been meaning – I mean, I was probably going to drop Valdez-Scantling, but I do want to see it. Valdez-Scantling has been targeted. He didn't do a lot with his targets last week. But um, I want to see what this Kansas City passing game kind of turns into. That's why I wanted to keep him. I think he's my favorite receiver on their team. Um, so I want to keep him for another week or two and just see kind of how that evolves. All right. Anything else worth discussing? We're all good. Well, I do see that I don't see a single bid there from Mr. Blunt. Yeah, no, I didn't. Mm. Yeah, I remember last week he said he was going to go after Gerald Everett. He did. Yeah, That's I was. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I put Dallas Goddard's my boy. But... Yeah, like Goddard just looks so good. I just can't. I mean, I I think Everett looks really good, but <laughs> there's no point. I don't want to drop anybody that I have to. Goddard's going to be in my lineup every week. So, Everett or MVS? Well, again, like I understand why Everett, most people would want Everett. But, like, in my situation, the only time he's going to play is on a bye week. One week. Well, I mean, I mean, with me, I didn't need him. Okay. But sometimes, you know, this heck, sometimes. Roster churning. Huh? This is just roster churning. Yeah. That's yeah. what you got to do. And I get that. But you do. also – there's a fine line between roster churning and also don't just, I'm not giving up on someone because they've had, you know, one down week. Like, you did with Tyler Lockett. Don't give me that crap. We just established we though. There were, ex, there were more. Yeah. 
there was more. And that's to the it definition that. of Tyler Lockett. He has one bad week and then goes off the next one. I know, but I have DK Metcalf, and I'm not going to bench DK Metcalf ever. Well, you drafted him. <laughs> I know because he was the best player available to me. Oh, just it's cute. So you just, just, I just, I don't. You hurt my brain. Relax, dude. <laughs> Goodness, McFlib. <laughs> Good for yeah, you. I don't, I don't think Tyler Lockett's worth that, getting that uh, worked up over. I mean, yeah. no, but I, I just, just find it comical. I find it. <laughs> right. I find it, it funny. It is a little ironic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just enjoyable to me. I think. But all right, you guys go with those waiver wire pickups. Okay, let's yes. finally move on to our matchups. Week three, we are uh, three weeks down. I think we got two undefeated teams, Tennessee Titans and uh, Scotty Benzingstein. We got two teams winless. I think it's two teams, right? Only one. Two teams. Yeah, two teams that are winless in TC's team, Savage Patch Kids, and Terry's Terrorists. Any surprises there, fellas? The terrorists. I'm a little surprised. A little bit of surprise on him. Okay. I, I am as well, just because he was the second highest scorer week one. He just kind of got the shaft. Yeah, uh, last week with some. I I am not surprised. No, fair enough. I'm not surprised. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens. We don't care about fantasy football right here. Oh, two. That's what should happen. It hasn't been happening. But that's what this is. What this makes sense. This is normal. This was it should be normal. Oh, yeah. two. Fantasy gods are pooping on him a little bit. Finally. Goodness, McFlibber. All right, let's move on to Skinley. Our matchup here, Skinnessy Titans versus the LeBron Kings. Uh, we will not say the projection score. Uh, we'll start with your team, Skinley. The very first thing I did was scroll down to that <laughs> second flex spot and see who you had there. Congratulations, you did it. You did it. Yeah. Two weeks there, no big deal. <laughs> Uh, Christian Kirk, well-deserved to be in that spot. He looks good. He looks yeah. good, and especially, heck, last week against that beautiful Indiana's, Indianapolis secondary defense. Uh, he just tore them up. He only had six targets but caught all those from two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you happy about Christian Kirk? He was a late-round draft pick, too, I believe. Yeah, obviously yeah. I am. And, I mean, he was definitely one of the guys I had circled you know, yeah. between him and Amon Ross St. Brown, those are the two, uh, and Bateman, I would say, that I drafted in a lot of leagues. But, I mean, I also had my duds with with Rashad Penny. I'm not quite, quite sure what I was thinking there. But, um, you know, I so I am obviously happy with Christian Kirk, and I'm kind of surprised how late he did fall because he got paid as a number one receiver. Yeah. So he's going to be involved in the offense. I just – I've never been a believer of the Jaguars – and Trevor Lawrence still honestly has not completely sold me. So um, yeah. because of those reasons, I waited to see, you know, what Christian Kirk would look like in this offense. But, yeah, he's clearly shown that even with the uh, little targets, he can do do some work. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah, man, catch I, you right here, Q? Yeah. yeah, Christian Kirk definitely. I was surprised, too, how late he fell in the draft. And he was somebody I was hoping I could get. I think Skin took him a few picks before. Like, I was I was very close to taking him as well. But he had 12 targets week one for six catches, 117 yards. Week two, obviously six for six targets, six catches. Um, he's wide receiver seven right now in the year. So, I mean, that's he's got to be in the lineup, right? Like, mm-hmm. so far. 
Um, yeah, I think that's huge. And when you have Doug Peterson as a coach, I, I've been saying this all offseason, he was going to make that team competitive. Doug Peterson is a very competent NFL head coach. He knows how to coach offense. He knows how to score points. Not I mean, the Jags. It's, it's not tough to get much better than Urban Meyer. So Exactly. And like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a very good person to put in the flex. But you also did have some options. Um, Jahan Dotson's look good. I, his, his projections are – well, he is playing against Philly this week. Yeah, I, so. so I looked at matchups because I was debating between Kirk and Rashad Bateman. But Bateman yeah. against New England, Jahan Dotson against Philly, both are like, eh. So I went yeah. with Christian Kirk. I mean, even though the Chargers defense is solid too, and their secondary especially. Yeah. Here is a – I mean, this is a – this is just a, a flat-out question here. And this is – this is a real question. Uh, I guess I'm asking you, Q. Will – I know this is week, this is week three, okay? Mm-hmm. But will the Skinnessee Titans – will he lose this year? And, and I'm asking you this because we yeah. mentioned it already. He had two of his four keepers just not doing well. They just didn't look good. Jonathan Taylor and Justin Jefferson. They didn't look yeah. good. But he had other guys just going nutty. And and then he had Penny in his second flex spot. There, I mean, again, he had you know tiny little things that didn't go his right his, his way, but he scored over 200 points. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't even if he had some guys, you know, not doing well. He's got some other guys just going absolutely nuts. So, do you think he only lost? He only lost two matchups last year. Two, the best mm-hmm. record in flock. This is a better team than last year, I believe so far, going into week three. Now, I know again, I might be stretching it out, saying, "Will he ever lose in week three? But no, it's a fair, it's a fair question to ask. Yeah, um, think? I think, I think the answer is probably yes, but. I definitely could see it not happening either. Like the court, because of the quarterbacks, it doesn't matter how like those quarterbacks are going to put up a lot of points each week. Um, I think we can actually expect to, to see like I'm on Brown. I'm on Ross St. Brown's not going to score 35 points every week. Mm -hmm. I think he's more, he's very good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think that's going to continue. And then I think also Justin Jefferson, he's not going to get shut down every week, but I think teams, Need to, they're going to see how the Eagles played him. Obviously, most teams don't have Darius Slay, but or I think, James Bradbury. Yeah, Bradbury did well. I mean, they both did. Um, no, no team has the Phillies, cor- Phillies corners. Yeah. So you're right, but there are what there are ways to you like you. I don't know how to how I want to say this, but like if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm saying I'm putting all my focus on this guy. This guy is not beating us. I don't care who else. We can leave the other guys wide open for all I give a sh- like for all I care. Sorry, I almost cursed, but yeah. Yeah. I would have expected like, that too. But you watch what Tennessee did against Steph Diggs, and they said, "Oh no, yeah. our undrafted rookie scrub can cover one on one Stephon Diggs." Like I would say that too, but clearly you don't well, have to be all that smart to be an NFL coach. Well, the <laughs> thing is, too, you have to give props to the Vikings' offensive like coaching staff because they do a great job of moving Jefferson around and kind of finding ways to put him, get him. Yeah. On exactly. good matchups. Yeah. So that is definitely part of it. But back to the original question. Um, I think I would say, yes, you are going to lose. 
So but that's the, just based on like probability. I feel like. Um, yeah. No. I, and I agree. And I I don't want to ever say I'm going to run the table because I just don't. <laughs> that's it's fantasy football. So many things yeah. can happen. And week yeah. seven, both my quarterbacks like, are on buys. Okay. Exactly. So, so that's week seven is going to be a tough one. Who do you play week seven? I think I'm week five. It's uh, probably Scott. Well, Scott, I mean, that's, hasn't Scott been getting lucky and playing about skin when it is? It's Scott. Shock. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Something smells fishy here. Yeah, and he's the commissioner. So, he's got to yeah, be setting these he lineups. He said that he refreshed. <laughs> and, like, oh my did god! The randomize on our 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 roster. I don't think. My, I mean, my schedule. I don't think my schedule changed. Like I played the same first three people. Like boom, boom, he boom. refreshed his schedule yeah, he after he saw his. everyone else's. Like customized, he, he did it himself. Something smells fishy here. <laughs> yeah. So we were closer. We we got you, Scotty. We got we got an eye we're on, on to him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my team. How's my team looking like, fellas? <laughs> um, Come on the, now. The, the uh, are, like, yeah. It's not terrible. Um. Well, then what was the pause about? That was kind of silly. <laughs> well, I was just oh, like, waiting for which, skin. But... Which one of us knew to, <laughs> yeah. to go, but I was taking a gander. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I wouldn't feel terrible about it by any means. You know, I, I would expect Derrick Henry to at least do something against Las Vegas. They're not they're not the greatest team in the world, you know, but it, it, if they get down 14 points right off the bat this year, which is different than other years, they seem to go away from him a little bit more. Um, digs against Miami. Don't love the matchup is the problem. Don't love the matchup. Miami's corners are, are solid. So that one is tough. Um, and then Curtis Samuel against Philly. Good luck, dude. Like, I don't, I just don't like it. I just don't like the matchups. I think you have some tough matchups this week, um, which makes things a lot harder for you, harder than it already is going to be. Um, so I don't think those things help you very much. Um, Aaron Rodgers at Tampa Bay don't like it you know Kirk Cousins versus Detroit I think is a good one good matchup but then again I've got Justin Jefferson so uh, yeah I think it is it's a tough it's going to be a tough matchup against me and then tough matchup with your players overall Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I was kind of thinking like why like I, I I like the lineup honestly like compared to some of the other teams in the league but you're you know you're playing against Jake so um, but actually I'm looking at Curtis Samuel and I'm thinking I normally, I wouldn't like this matchup, but I don't think like slay, I don't think it's just going to shadow Curtis Samuel. Like he did Justin Jefferson. I think it's going to be kind of more of, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I, I guess I haven't, I usually so watch you say all the he, press conferences he, he picks Samuel over Terry McLaurin. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that if if anyone was to be shadowed by Darius Slay, it's it would be Terry McLaurin, in my opinion. Right, right. Um, but I don't know that the Eagles will even do you know move Slay around. I think it'll just be he plays one side, Bradbury plays the other. Samuel Samuel gets moved around all over. He's in the backfield. He's in. So I think I understand the matchup still. Philly's defense is very good, but. I I still think you know Samuel's got to be in your lineup. Um, I think he could probably do better than what you might expect. Hopefully, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, All right. I, I think I, again. I think that's the biggest thing for me is I don't love your matchups, and I, I kind of like my matchups with my players too. Like they, Jefferson, Detroit, you know, uh, Jake, Cooper. We, we don't even have to look at your match. Like we don't. I'm yeah, across, I'm don't really even look at. Like, <laughs> we're gonna like your True. matchups no matter. Every All right, week. scan. Okay. <laughs> You, I told him we. Sh- I told you we shouldn't have brought him on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> I literally every time I pull your team, I just see Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and I just close out. <laughs> like it's just disgusting. Those two just smiling at me. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who uh, again? So you guys think Tennessee Titans going to win this one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I believe but, in an underdog story. Of course, course you do. So, of course. Um, who is winning the overall matchup? Me. I'm How many sure. times have you guys played? We have played. Again, this is. We've played 16 times. Mm. Me and Connor have played 22 times. I'm sorry. No, 23 times. Yeah. So, again, because I play him. First time every week, every all the time. I did well, you, last year. Scotty you should be, refreshed it. You should be happy about that, though. Well, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's, just, it's getting old. It's what it's yeah. Getting. Um. All right. Yeah, we've 16 played times. sixteen times. I'm saying Jake has won eleven. You've won five. Skin, you gotta guess. I'll go. I'll go ten and six. Ten and six. Okay. Q. Good job. You did you cheat? Dot. No, I did not. But wow. it's just right on dot. He's yeah, beaten right me dot. eleven to five. Eleven oh. to five. He swept me last year, um, and uh, I got him. I got him the year before. That's when me and him battled big time in the tour of the bowl. No big deal. So, all right, good job, Skin. Let's move on to our next matchup. We'll go ahead and start with you, Q, the Savage Pad mm. kids going up against the Philadelphia Queefles. Um, this one, I mean, heck, again, the projection score is, is a little whoppy, but uh, um, because TC's team, this, I mean, this is TC's team, man. This is this is a different island for him. Um, if you look in his, you know, his history, uh, he has not had a losing season, TC, since. 2016 i had one kid then um so you know that's i mean that's a long time he's had you know pretty good success uh since then so this is a different different feel for him this is definitely not good uh his team is just not this is a very poor team um and currently he's got he's got those two guys in burrow and herbert but damian harris and michael carter that just doesn't scream yumminess to me uh, T. Higgins, Ayuk, and, you know, Chris Alabe, uh, you know, I mean, a young three wide receivers there. But, again, it's just not, not good. Alma Kamara and Tony Pollard and then Dawson Knox. What do you guys think about the Savage Patch kids? Yeah. Uh, my my advice to TC oh boy. is that I think sometimes he tries to find that diamond in the rough a little too early. You know, like he did last year with dumping Mike Williams for Joshua Palmer. Like he was, it's like he was trying to be ahead of the breakout candidate before he broke out. <laughs> um, 
you know. And well, didn't he do that one time with one player? And, and I then, think like, ever since one or two, it was was it Kamara or something? I think it was Kamara. Yeah, well, I think he, it was he got actually Kamara off the waivers. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and but it, like you can't repeat that type of stuff. And I mean, <laughs> I it's just it's just tough. I mean, and AJ Dillon and Brees Hall are on his bench. Yeah. just he's got so many tough decisions every week and they're all because they're all kind of grouped like, in there of just yeah. meh. so <laughs> um i mean yeah he, he's in a he's in a rough spot like i'll be shocked if he does not lose the toilet bowl i'll be shocked. yeah man it's like you know it it almost begs the question like i think this might be like in flog history we're talking here in all of flog history this might be like the worst team. Oh, ever. right. Like, is that fair to say? Yeah. Because I mean, he literally compl- like we have never seen this big of a like rebuild before. I don't think. Even when we had Scott and Marcus first enter the league as basically expansion teams, their rosters were better than this. Who who uh, if you guys remember who had the worst team in flag right now? The worst team in flag history. The worst record, anyways. You guys remember? Um, you guys know? The worst no, record. Don't. Connor. Yeah, I would guess Connor too. It's Connor. Yeah. Three and twelve. Skin, oh. you're close. I figured out. Yeah, close. Skin. You're three and eleven. <laughs> three and eleven, but technically percentage wise. Yeah. Uh you uh you you know you're a little bit better than Connor, but that was back in 2015, year one. Okay. Um, but you think this team is worse than that team? I do. DC's team. We may have to bring up the stats at the end of the year, like scoring points yeah. per week. Um, but we did. We have added roster positions too, so that may make it tough. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, but I don't know. TC again. He's he made one, two, three, four, five years in a row, making a you know, top three finish. Uh, that's not looking good for TC. So here, I've got a question year. for both of you. Like, if you're TC, do you are you trying to? Because he needs to do something. Like he 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 needs to either a start making moves to acquire draft picks. But honestly, before what he before that, what he needs to do is make moves to acquire keepers that are like keeper worthy. Yes, and again, I think because TC's he doesn't want to lose the toilet bowl. He he's he's. I mean, he's kind of made it known that he, he doesn't want to get last place. So he's got to at least find – because right now, he doesn't have keepers. He really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he's got a couple guys that, you know, all right. But, I mean, he's he's got to find a footprint of a, of a keeper um, and ride with him. And hopefully he can, you know, get him out of this this toilet bowl that possibly that's ahead of him. Yeah. Um, I, I know I already harped on this once, but I it comes back to one of the biggest mistakes that he made in this offseason. He knew he was going for a rebuild, and then he traded away assets to get Joe Burrow as a keeper when he had Kyler Murray. Like, why? Like, yeah. why? That, that just that went against the grain of a rebuild, giving away future assets. I mean, not that you expected Burrow to start off this poorly, but why? Like, Kyler Murray was ahead of him in the rankings, even though, I mean, Kyler hasn't been great either, but that that just made no sense to me. I think he it... just wanted that Burrow and Higgins stack for whatever reason. Um, 
mean, if you yeah. had Chase, I'd get it, but yeah. Well, I mean, I still wouldn't even get it then, honestly. But right, true. It would make a little more sense, I guess. But yeah, and I, I don't know, honestly, I don't know what he can do because because of trading away some assets. Like, yeah, if he wants to rebuild, he needs to get future draft capital, but he needs to not get last either. So it is a very tough spot. And like, I know he is out there trying to find some trades at the moment. So um, I respect him for that. It's just, it's well, going to be a tough one. Yeah. And it's tough to make trades right now, because like you said, I mean, I've been in some talks with him too about certain things, but I'm not ready to really make trades just yet. Like I, I want to yeah. see what my players, you know, and like we, we're all hopeful that we're going to be in the playoffs and that, so why would we trade away our best players now? Like, yeah. Yeah. He should have been making these moves in the off season leading up to the season. Not. Yeah. Um, it's just, I tried a lot of question marks. Yeah. I, I know you did. You tried. <laughs> I mean, Deandre Swift was sitting on my roster all summer long. Like, yes, he was man. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. Who is winning this week between these two guys? Or did we already talk about, we didn't talk no, about, we, we didn't talk about, oh, team yet. we skipped Q's team. <laughs> Well, you still got Lamar Jackson. Tom Brady's still in your on your roster. Good for yeah. you. I mean, heck, do you have any other options? You do no, I don't not. have another quarterback. So <laughs> the main guy pushing for the four QBs, I've still only got two on my shot. Yeah. Don't you, Jake, as well? Do you only have two? Yeah, I only have two. Yeah. I only need two though. Exactly. But <laughs> just... why, why, why were you guys crying because, so much? Okay, like, what would happen week seven? I'd have to drop Josh yes. Allen. Or... Exactly. That's your fault. No, it's not. No, no it's not. No, it was Playing because you didn't football. draft properly last year. That's that is so stupid. That is it's so dumb. dumb. In a two QB league, it's dumb. No. Yes. You guys aren't even using it. So that's, <laughs> we, that's I will dumb. be. I will be week that's seven. Dumb. No. Well, that was whole, that was part of the argument right there. Was you that you don't, you don't have to use it. Like, right. It's only there if you need it. Exactly. Well, you guys got it because you guys cried cried loud. So yep. good for you. <laughs> Yep. Good for you. Um, Chris McCaffrey, any concerns here, Q? You you uh, inherited him uh, during the offseason. You, you coughed up a lot of draft picks. Again, you know, our concerns here, I mean, he scored last two weeks 13 and 14 oh. points. Normally, you can settle with that, but this is Chris McCaffrey. Any concerns here? Well, 13 points week one, 14 points week two, and guess what? He's running back nine on the season. Mm-hmm. But that's not normal for Chris McCaffrey. No, and that he, he's going to be better. Like I don't, I don't have any concerns. Um, I mean, obviously, the, a little bit in the fact that <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, like now that I'm thinking about it, I, mean, I guess that's a little concerning in itself. But but he, you would think he's going to get better. So. Well, I'm not concerned from that standpoint, but I don't know. Really, I got no concerns. No concerns at all. Well, oh, maybe a little bit. Like. Well, I started thinking about it. Don't you make no sense. Well, on, I think I the do. biggest thing. I think the yeah, biggest thing is just like clearly the coaching staff doesn't want to make him that like forty touch well, type of person anymore because of health. Like they want to keep him yeah, in there. Exactly. Um, and I, and I agree with that. And I'm happy like, with that. But. Yeah, that, that hurts his fantasy value a little bit. And Baker, Baker's a gunslinger too, yeah. so. Yeah, and like Baker's new there. They're, they're still figuring out who they are on offense. Mm-hmm. I think time in time, like, it's going to get better. So, yeah, my, my point is I've got a little statistic here for you boys. Um, 
How many running backs do you think right now are in the top 10 in terms of overall fantasy scoring? 10. Excuse me? <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about running. No, geez, I'm not talking about in running back scoring. Oh. I said overall. Oh, oh how many running gosh. backs are, over, are overall in the top Overall 10. fantasy You got to reward it well, better than that. The top 10 should probably be quarterbacks, so maybe none. Okay. Well, there are a couple quarterbacks in there, yes. But, yeah, okay. Maybe this that isn't as – but you would oh think, gosh, this you would think that there would be a running back in there, right? At least one. Yeah. But there's not. Like this year, it's been all wide receivers so far. Steph Diggs is number one. Cooper Cup is number two. Yeah. This is and overall scoring? Yeah, overall scoring. Steph Diggs is averaging 35 points a game. Oh, Wait, wow. what did he do week one? Because that doesn't even sound right. He went nuts week two, 38 I know week some two fantasy points. Week one, he went like 15, 16, maybe. Oh, I don't understand. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I should have looked into the. You should have. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> if this tweet was even accurate. <laughs> well, it might be a PPR as well. Yeah, I think this is probably full PPR. Yeah. Um, Cooper He's... Cup's there. Tyree Kill. Amon Ross St. Brown. He had 22.2 week one. 38.8 okay. week yeah. And then obviously Josh yes, Allen, Lamar Jackson, okay. Jalen Hurts, Michael Pittman's even up there, even though he didn't play week two. But um, so yeah, I mean the point is not a single running back. It's just weird. Um, I thought that was interesting. I. <laughs> I mean, is that is that not interesting to you? It is. It is not normal. Yeah. 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 Because normally you get some running backs just going absolutely nuts. And I yeah. think – so I think our point with running backs, though, too, is you're going to be scrambling if one yeah, of those guys get hurt. Yeah, I that was him. my main concern. What do you mean? I've got Devin Singletary. <laughs> yeah, Chris McCaffrey, yeah. in the heck, played how many games the last two years? And DeAndre Swift, who just came back from a huge injury okay, the year DeAndre before, right? If DeAndre Swift gets hurt, I have Jamal Williams. That That helps. That helps. Might have to go but, after Chuba here soon. Oh boy, Chuba, 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 <laughs> Chubby, whatever. All right. Um, okay. Well, thanks for that, Q. Uh, You're thanks welcome. for that interesting <laughs> stat there. You're okay. Welcome. So, who's winning this matchup here? Uh, the Philadelphia Queefers versus Savage Pest Kids. Yeah, the Queefers are going to take this one home. Queefers, Queef, Queefers. <laughs> uh, I also believe that. Yep. Foles will win. Me too. I'm with you. Who's winning the overall matchup? This is tough. I would say how many times they played. They have played, geez, 21 times. Wow. 21 times. 21 times. I would say TC 12 to 10. 12 to 10 TC? Yeah. That's 22 times. Jeez, you guys. Oh, wait. How many times have they played? 21 times. Oh, I thought you said 22. <laughs> uh, then let's go 12 to 9. 12, 12 to 9. 9 TC is what you're yep. saying? Yep. What do you think, Q? I'm going to say 11 to 10, me. 11 to 10, you. Yeah. Okay, you said TC, skin? Yeah. Okay, TC, you get, you get one of that. TC is defeating Q. 11 All right. to 10. 
15 to 6. Oh, huh? yikes, bro. 15 <laughs> to 6 is that what? matchup by TC. Wow. The most wins between an individual, you know, an, an, an individual in the flock. The most wow. wins. TC is like the Bears and I'm like the Packers. He just owns me. You mean? Or no, I mean flip flop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm just lost. Know, you you, uh, you are lost today. You are lost today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But TC, that could, I don't know. No, that's about, the, yeah. It's about to be 15 7. It's about to start evening out the next couple of seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no kidding. Absolutely. Let's move on to the next matchup. We got the Magic Skull Bus versus Scotty Benji's team and CD's Hots. Uh, these guys <laughs> battling an undefeated team versus a one and one team. Uh, this one should be an interesting one. Might be the closest one uh, we have this week. We will see projection score pretty close. Let's start with the Magic School Bus team. Uh, he's got uh, sticking with those two guys he had last week in Murray and Golf. Cook and Jones throwing there as running backs. Chase. Mike Williams, Marquise Brown, his wide receivers, Mark Andrews, tight end, Javante Williams, and Jalen Waddle, his flexes. What do you guys think about Keegan Scott's team? Yeah, I mean, team is good. Team is very solid, top to bottom. Um, don't necessarily love the Aaron Jones-Tampa Bay matchup, but you can't bench Aaron Jones. Um, don't necessarily love the Jalen Waddle-Buffalo matchup as well, but, again, can't bench Jalen Waddle. So uh, I mean he, yeah. he can he benched him week one. True. He has I mean, in the past. Yeah. So he could can. bench him. He's not intelligent. <laughs> but yeah, no, solid team. Should be high scoring affair between both these guys. Yeah, my only thing is Marquise Brown. I mean he's going up against the Rams who haven't been amazing. I mean all the apps as their 31st against the pass, but Jalen Ramsey's there. I think <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, Marquise Brown looks like he was targeted eleven times last week. So six catches on eleven targets, sixty-eight yards. Solid week for him. I don't know. Um Keegan he started in both weeks, so he must see something. I haven't watched a single game of the Cardinals, but I think if Gabe Davis is healthy, <clears throat> he'd be in my lineup. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I think as, so, long as, as long as Hopkins and Rondell Moore are out, I think Marquise Brown's an auto start. Him and Kyler are just they're, – they're best friends. They went to college together. Like, yeah. You, you got to start it because of that chemistry. I mean, he's been getting targeted. I, I don't know why you would bench him, but he hasn't exploded. He's not the sexiest guy, but I think he – I yeah. understand the play. Yeah. Is, is this team right here again week three – but is Keegan's team a playoff team? Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs. Who do you uh, skin? Who do you think is all making the playoffs? You, right? Me and Keegan. And Ke- Keegan, okay. Yeah. Scotty? Probably Benzing, yes. That's and then the three. fourth one. The fourth one, I would probably go with Q. Q. Okay, but you think Keegan is safe third? Again, anything that can happen in fantasy, but 
with the team currently after seeing two weeks of these players here. Yeah. Keegan, their yeah, best team. Okay. I think he's pretty much right there. I, I, I think my roster and his roster are pretty close overall. Mm-hmm. I don't give mine an edge, but, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <A> big edge. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, why, why don't you like like every time we talk about Keegan's like you just get flustered like you me? don't like it you think yeah you were saying Keegan was a cupcake last week and then he scored like two hundred points I, no I didn't not last week uh no when we were talking about the matchups talking about the matchups because yes he, you said his, you think this his, is his, a cupcake his thinking his thinking makes him a cupcake him benching Waddle if he continues to make decisions like that he's a cupcake team. Mm. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Do I have to be louder to, to get that through <laughs> your head? Am I wrong? If he makes decisions like that, yeah, he's I think you are wrong. If he makes the right decision, he's got a good solid squad. But if you bench your number one draft pick, cupcake. <laughs> That's what my point was. And I think I'm right. Stand behind it. Put my foot down. Okay. His QB2 spot is his obvious glaring weakness. But I mean, not last week. I mean, yeah, but that's Jared Goff is not going to do that every week. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he found well, a nut. The thing is, the Lions are pretty good. Like, yeah, I, I agree, he's not going to score thirty points every week. But uh, I'm not too upset if I'm keeping having Jared Goff sitting there. Like, <laughs> sorry, like, it, I, I honestly think the Lions are tough as heck. Yeah, this year. no, I I agree. It's and Goff's been playing pleasant great. surprise. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to Scotty's team. Patrick Mahomes, Tua went nutty last week, as we mentioned. Austin Eckler, Harris is running backs. C.D. Lamb still getting targeted pretty well, even though Dak is out. I think he was targeted 11 times again. Cortland Sutton had a pretty good week last week. So did Michael Thomas. Tyler Higby still in his lineup. He'll probably see what George Kittle is this week. And Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders in as his flex spot. What do you guys think about that? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Still has Amari Cooper on the bench. Yeah. I don't know about that. Amari Cooper or Miles? Sanders, I'm talking to you, Skin, because we know yeah, what we Q will what say. say. I mean, you, we should already know what you should say, too, because it's not Okay, it's not what do you think, Skin? What do you think? I mean, yeah, probably Mari Cooper. That's what I what? think. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bozo talk. Well, I mean, he's had one touchdown, you know, last week. He had 10 fantasy points. Mari Cooper going up against Pittsburgh this week. Last Miles week he Sanders went absolutely nuts. Running back he caught on nine the, of his he left ten targets, hundred yards on literally the number one running team in football, and basically the second or third best overall team in football. I'm sorry, I, I, I Miles mean, Sanders it, has to be a starter. It might be over draft Jacobs than Miles Sanders, but I, I mean, Eagles love them putting in yes. other guys in the red zone. The only thing that with Miles, the problem is Jalen Hurts is going to steal some rushing touchdowns, obviously. Kenneth Gainwell is going to steal Kenneth, some rushing touchdowns. So touch- Boston's got to. They, yeah, they rotate their running backs, when, especially when they get in the goal line. Yeah, but that's it, like half the fantasy is getting a touchdown. I, you're right. I, I agree. 
but I would, if you're going to bench anyone there, I would bench Josh Jacobs over. Yeah. Cause the Eagles offensive line is better. Miles, in my opinion, is just better than Josh Jacobs. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think you bench, bench him, but. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's like an obvious decision either way. And, um, I think he, I think Benzing likes going with that running back heavy set. He kind of always always has, um, but yeah, he also is is weak in the receiving core. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, it's still a solid team from top to bottom. Essentially, that starting lineup is. So it's I think he's got some tough decisions, uh, and probably is going to be one of those people looking for some trades in terms of increasing yeah. his wide receiver position. Um, because he has he has a stable of backs on his bench too, Damian Pierce and Kareem Hunt. Me and Scotty might have to do some talking because I've got a stable of receivers. As do I. Stable. That's that's oh, easy. I guess easy. let's play with Scotty's brain here because it's always enjoyable to do. Is Ceedee Lamb is does he still bring the scare factor? No, not really. Because I mean, heck, right no. now we mentioned it. I think last I would say week. No. Q, right now it's looking like you escaped that trade there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was you that mentioned that, Skin. Mm-hmm. Um, C.D. Lamb, last two weeks, had, you know he's 46th position right now, not good. Um, and that's supposed to be his best wide receiver. Um, concerns there. Yeah, major concerns, especially mm. for what you traded to get him. Um, you, you love the 11 targets, though, both weeks. I mean, you can't get much better than that. But, I mean, when Dak was throwing him the ball, he only had two catches week one. I guess it was against Tampa Bay, so tough matchup. Um, I do see things improving, but it also looked like Cooper Rush. Who did he practice with a lot of the time? The second string, Noah Brown. Noah Brown had his eye most of the, most of the day. So, um, it's one of those where I think it's, it's going to be a – up and down season for CD lamb and he's probably going to have some tough decisions to make in the off season, but, uh, so he's yeah. got two keepers right there. CD lamb being a keeper, Austin Eckler kind of falls in the same category, not inside the top 15 running back wise, hasn't had outstanding weeks. I think nine points, 13 points. Um, I mean, he's supposed to be one of your keepers. Heck, I'm kind of in a similar boat. Uh, you know, I have two keepers not doing that well. Yeah, Zeke um, with 10 points overall. Right, and then well, Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I Eckler mean. Eckler had 10 targets last. Like, yeah, he had nine I'm catches not, on. T- yeah, I'm not worried about Eckler. I'm not as worried about Eckler either. Okay. He'll get his. Gotcha. CD definitely okay. worried there. Mm-hmm. Um, But, again, like you said, 11 targets. I don't think Scotty's too worried. He's He's got 11 targets in both games. But the thing is. He like, and this was a trend with him last year too. He got targeted a lot. He just didn't. Just really, doesn't do anything. He doesn't do a lot with them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, overall though, he's got a really good team. Does he trade him? Does he CD? trade CD Lamb? I don't think he can find somebody. I don't. Yeah, think he's exactly. Trade him with his lowest value right so now. So he just rides the rides. He's the not train. TC. No. TC gets rid of his guys at their lowest possible value. <laughs> That's his mistake. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. All right. Who wins between these these guys? Good one. I'm gonna say Keegan. I think Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase goes off for a big one. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And Dalvin Cook goes off for a massive one as well. The two guys who didn't didn't do well last week, I think they blow up this week. Yeah. Okay, Q. Yeah. Um I I man, this is tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Scotty though. Um I looking back and forth on the rosters, obviously I really like Keegan's team, but I'm I think Patrick Mahomes going up against the Colts. He's going to have a nice bounce back week. He's going to go off. Tua is against Buffalo. We know that that's going to be a tough matchup for him. But if it turns into a shootout and Tua, who knows, man? After what I saw, I don't, I, I don't think any team can shoot out with Buffalo. Well, I mean, they made the Rams look like a high school offense, and they made the Titans look like they shouldn't be in the NFL, So, which they <laughs> They probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> One seed um, last year just – Abysmal. I think Eckler, yeah. I think Eckler has a nice bounce back game here. I agree. I think Eckler has a big game against Jacksonville. And then we'll see. Miles Sanders, it could be a Josh Jacobs, too. Both of those guys could have really good games. So I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to give Scotty the edge. Ooh. Yeah. I got to go with Magic School Bus here. I think okay. it will serve uh, Scotty his first loss of the season. Yep. We will see overall matchup. Overall matchup, again, a little bit smaller than others. They've only battled six times. Six times. Who's winning? I'm going to say four to two, Keegan. Mm. I will say – you said four times? <laughs> only four times? Six. Six oh, times. Six times. Four to two. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say tied three to three. Okay, Q, good job. Good job. Skin, you get one of those. Okay. I just didn't uh, want to Keegan, Keegan is beating Scott four to two. Q uh, cheated again. Yeah. He looked again. Four to yep. two. Keegan's beating Scotty. Okay. Moving on to our last matchup. Uh, <laughs> Brownie batter team versus Terry's terrorist here. Um, again, could be another close one as well. Um, you know, too, I guess these teams are a little bit weaker than the last matchup, but I mean, heck personal opinion, but um, we'll see what the, you know, projections score there. I think it'll still be a good one. Uh, we'll start with uh, the Brownie batter team, Russell Wilson going up against San Francisco Sunday night. Uh, he's got Derek Carr in there. Barkley and Montgomery still in there, running backs. A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. Garrett Wilson's in there. Look at that. Good for Connor there. Um, he's in his third wide receiver. Kyle Pitts still sitting there peacefully smiling. Antonio Gibson and Hunter Renfro is flex options. Some changes here for the Brownie batter team. What do you guys think? Justin Fields still on the bench. Well, <laughs> Connor, I'm going to say this. He deserves to lose every single week going forward. As long as he his, his team name is Brownie Batter, and he's got a picture of Andy Dalton still. <laughs> that needs to change to A.J. Brown. It needs to change. I'm tired and of looking he... at Andy Dalton. I know, right? <laughs> like, and A.J. Brown's face on there is just so much more. Yeah, it so is, yeah. It's, it's, it's attractive, <laughs> beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a bad man. <laughs> Just get him smiling with those Dolce & Gabbana sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's stick to the script here. Let's okay. stick sorry, to sorry. the script. Yeah, I'm going to get turned on if we if – we, anyway, <laughs> sorry. 
But no, I, I mean, I like the move of putting Garrett Wilson in. Now, what I will say, I don't really like the quarterbacks. I really don't. Um, Derek Carr is going to have a heyday. Yeah, he could. Mm-hmm. But I'm nobody's saying, in gonna, general, no one's going to cover Devontae Adams on that team. I hope not. Personally, I mean, Christian Fulton might be back. He's our only hope. But uh, here, the one thing I would do if if Julio Jones is playing, I'm I'm pl- I'm playing Julio Jones in my opinion. Chris Godwin's supposed to be playing, right? I've been keeping. I don't think so. Not. I mean, it says questionable, but he's still projected at zero. So I'm not sure. I've been keeping. I don't an eye know on if that. I would have um, enough trust. I think he's got the right guys in there right now. I wouldn't have enough trust in Julio Jones right now, currently. I, I agree. And Hunter Renfro had 10 targets last week. I know yeah. they had a exactly. very slow game, but um, it's against Tennessee. That I mean, they could put up 50. Who knows? It's just – yeah, I mean, this could be me being biased off of last week. They're not Josh Allen and the Bills by any means, but, man, they, they just don't look good. So, their secondary is terrible. Mm. Yeah, All right. My my thing, I don't know. If Julio Jones is playing. Like when you when you see that guy, like he literally looks like a Greek god, basically. Like I mean, when I see, and then Hunter Renfro literally looks like a guy on the couch. DK Metcalf reminds yes. me of that too. But I DK mean, and like not many people. Man. DK Metcalf and Julio Jones are in the same class. Yeah. Not many people in the world, let alone you know the NFL. Look like that. I mean, him um, looking like that isn't really helping him stay healthy. Like, yeah. you're going to put Julio I, oh. in your lineup and he's going to tweak a hamstring in the second quarter. <laughs> like, Hunter Renfro has been solid. Like, yeah, because he looks like potato. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it does matter, though. I want my lineup to be as swaggy as possible. I don't want. <laughs> he looks like a potato. I don't want that little white boy who hasn't shaved his freaking stubble off in three weeks oh, on my, my team. He's shifty. All right, let's move on. Terry's terrorists, Matthew Stafford. He's got his seven dollars in there. Geno Smith against Atlanta. Um, we'll see how that looks for him. Fournette, Joe Mixon still in there. Running backs. Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Drake London. Good for good for Merck's there. Having Drake London, Travis Kelsey in there is tied in. James Conner and Jerry Judy. Um, how do you feel about his team here? Mike uh, Evans think, suspended. Yeah, I think Judy would probably be out if Evans wasn't suspended. But in my personal opinion, I would be putting in probably Cordell Patterson over Judy. Hmm. Yeah, it's a tough one because Patterson really just did not get the carries that he did week one. Hmm. Um, Still mm-hmm. not. Well, he had ten carries, but yeah, yeah, not, not the same. Agreed, but not, not the same. I, I mean, first of all, he needs to put Trey Lance in his IR and just pick up some bodies to fill out the. <laughs> give <laughs> Give him time. That's, give him time. That's what yeah. fantasy players do. <laughs> the yeah. search, on, I mean, the switch only stays on for a well, certain amount of time. Yeah, but he deserves a round of applause no. for putting Drake London in there. Yeah. You don't yeah. think Skin he should be putting in uh, Traylon Burks just yet? No. <laughs> I would not start any Titans player 
that's not named Derrick Henry. And even if I'm starting Derrick Henry, I'm nervous. Heck, even with Kyle Phillips. Heck, man. I, you know, I snagged him up. Like, why not? We'll see <laughs> Just what he does. Snagged him up. And then he freaking dropped a punt. Catch bounced right off the shoulder. He's muffed up two weeks in a row. No, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, Vrabel is not going to allow that to happen anymore. So he probably lost his punt return job. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the kid has potential, but again, like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? Like, there's <laughs> not good. I mean, yeah. Who, who thought giving up our 23 year old superstar wide receiver would have made us better? Who thought that? <laughs> Not sure who thought that, but that's a bad move. So, yeah. What 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 can you do? You know, I was excited about a rebuild for the ten- Titans, but <laughs> but gosh, you get rid of your young receiver. There you go. That's what you get. Sorry, Derek. Sorry for being here and having to deal with this. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. You all right? Uh, no, I'm not all right. <laughs> yeah, he's not. All right. Who wins this matchup? Good one. Another good yeah, one. Yeah, this could be a good this could be a good one. Until Connor mm. changes that picture, I'm <laughs> going I'm not I'm not I'm not picking him. So I'm going with Marcus. I, Marcus. I'm going with Connor because of all those cues, those questionable designations that are on there. James Conner, when he gets hurt, I'm not sure. Jerry Judy, I don't know what I've heard about him. Leonard Fournette's got a cue next to his name. I expect a Saquon bounce back. I expect David Montgomery to find the end zone once, at least against Houston. I expect A.J. Brown to go nuts against Washington. Mm. Mm. I I see the opposite. I see uh, Marcus' team. Doing well. I think, heck, Juno Smith could do well against Atlanta. I can see that happen. Joe Mixon didn't have a good week last week, and neither did Fournette. I see those guys seeing the end zone a couple of times maybe, and um, I think uh, Marcus escapes, making him a first win of the year. I agree. All right. Let's uh, – overall matchup, Marcus or Connor. Mm. They've played ten times. Mm. Ten times. I'm going – oh, boy. I'm mm. going 5-4 Mercs. They've played They're ten times. times. What is your deal? <laughs> Sorry. 6-4 <laughs> <Six>, Mercs. <laughs> this is key. Still got me thinking about go. the Titans over here. <laughs> I'm going to go 6-4 Connor. 6-4 Mercs, 6-4 Connor. Yeah. Both of you get one of these. Both of you. 5-5. Five, five. It is tied 5-5. Five yeah. five. Key matchup here for that, that battle, Connor versus Marcus. Marcus is still the only flog member without a winning record. The only flog member who has not seen the championship side of the playoffs. And it's funny only you mention one. that because, like, at the beginning of this season, before it started, we were talking. You would mention that, and we're like, "Well, I think this is Marcus's year." You guys say think, that all the time. I know, all and then the he time. starts off zero and two. <laughs> <laughs> he Not could good. go zero and three right here yeah, if he, he does. I mean, well, I mean, heck, this is Marcus. I mean, well, I would say if if he does, well, he make should he make a move, but he's not going to. <laughs> he's not going to. So I mean, yeah. heck, it's you know, 
I mean, it, let's, let's go with this. If he goes on three, a normal fantasy owner, should they should he get scared and make a move? Ship away. Or should he make a move to get somebody stronger here? I think he's got the pieces. Yes. One, or the, one or the other, I, I say yes. Yeah, I think you start looking to make moves, but I don't know. With his roster, I feel like the better move would be to try to add a piece. Yeah. Um, See, I disagree because, like, but... when you – yeah, with his ro- – his roster is solid. But, like, when you put it, put it up against yours, put it up against Keegan, like, I, I just – now – I don't know, man. I liked it at the beginning of the year, but I guess the more I just load it up and look at it, I really don't like it. Marcus's like, team? Yeah. It's so Especially funny. Especially now that Trey Lance, like You said you liked him. You like you really like you really liked it. I did I did really like it. I thought it was probably a playoff team. So is it kind of like the same situation what you did earlier? What? What what do you do with that uh skin? <laughs> Okay. Oh, I have I have zero concerns. <laughs> I have oh, zero like maybe, concerns. Maybe a, <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. How is that the same? Is that the, the same? I mean, you were all about Marcus's team in the beginning of the year. Now it's uh, some concerns here. I just think I just think Mike Evans back in that lineup, and you can drop Jerry Judy or James. I mean, James Conner. I think will will turn it around. But yeah, drop Jerry Judy off onto the bench. Okay, but say he makes a move and gets a big piece. Like, does that make him a contender against you? Well, I mean, good but, point. Good point. Yeah, I mean, not like you would have to make two moves or three. Like I just. But all that has to happen is he makes one move and one of my stars get hurt. Gets well, hurt. I agree, but the thing is, we're saying if he's zero and three, he makes he one move isn't going to save. I'm sorry that that my if my opinion is if you start zero and three, you gotta. You, I'm looking to next year. The season's too long to give up at zero and three. And personally, I disagree. I That's what you did especially, last year, Kill. Look at you. Especially when Marcus was the second highest scorer last week. I mean, he scored in the one seventies, so his team can do it. And Trey Lance was no part of that. So not last week, week one. Yeah, week one. Yeah. You know, and he had a terrible week last week. But yeah, I don't think it's time to give up. He's even if he goes zero and three. Game tonight. Pittsburgh Steelers versus Cleveland Browns. Good one here on that silly prime video. Is it good? Um, huh? We're watching Mitch Trubisky and Jacoby Brissett. Is that good? Hey. Nick it's Chubb football. and oh, it's Harris. Football. Heck, it's football. Football. football on a Thursday night. Nick well, Chubb and Najee Harris is more the, yeah, the draw. That's, the, that's sure. the headline there. Yep. Yeah. You guys got any last we... words? Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, one, <laughs> I, I'm, not done, I'm not done with Marcus's thing just yet. Because, <laughs> like – yeah, you say like think about it. If you don't give up at zero and three, you're just gonna be in this like perpetual state of like mediocreness. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to acquire a ton of draft picks to really like. Which is exactly make... why we need to make the punishment stronger because you still don't care about getting last. No, I do. Trust me, I didn't want to get last, and I shouldn't really have. <laughs> but you like, gave up. You gave up and shipped away too soon. Yes, I did, but I still only lost the toilet bowl by two points. You lost. And I, should, and I lost the matchup last. before that by like Because you five. gave up too soon. It's not – no, no, no. But now I'm back and being competitive. Look at TC who didn't give up, who almost made – did he make the playoffs or almost he made, made the playoffs? He made the playoffs last yeah, year. And then, yes. and then he, his team was terrible. Okay, he but that's have. a different thing. He's also made – 
some I agree. bad moves in the offseason. I, I agree. But he made the playoffs and his team was considerably less talented than yours and everyone else. So he had no chance. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Um, I think Marcus, he's got to do – yeah. Right now he's just stuck in this state where his team is, like, middle of a road, and I just don't – that's not good enough. Yep. Well, heck, we will see. We will see after this week if if that's the road that Marcus has to go down. Again, though, this is Marcus. This is Marcus. He, he'll think about it for one minute, and then he'll move on. So, you know, I don't think yeah. – even if he goes on three, there's not going to be a move being made him. You know? So. Well, hey, fellas, again – okay, Q – Skin, you got any last words or comments? Can nope. you use his up? I use mine up. Good luck. Good luck. You too, Skin. You too. Thanks. All right. Um, well, hey, fellas, thank you so much. Super long one today, but very useful, very fun and exciting. We uh, got year uh, week three. Approaching week three should be a fun one, enjoyable one here in the podcast in the Flog League. Fellas, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for listening. You have listened to the Flawcast Network. Everybody stay safe.